today, former New Orleans Saint and Carolina Panther out of Alabama, Roll Tide, Super Bowl champion, two-time Pro Bowler, Mr. Roman Harper. Roman, welcome to the show, man. Meham, what's good, bro? Bush, what's good, boss? Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate you coming on for us, man. Appreciate you coming on. You uh, you retired. I don't know if you officially retired, but you stopped playing in 2016. Um, tell us about what life's been like since then, and tell us what quarantine life is like with three kids in the house. Uh, yeah, I'm the fourth kid, but yeah, man, it's uh, <laughs> I, I I am officially retired. I, I don't even know. It's not like I had like a big meeting or anything like that. I just was like, yeah, I'm. If done. you don't put it on social media, it don't count, bro. <laughs> Bro, I mean, I'm done. Like, what else? I wanted to be like, I was inspired by Colston, you know what I mean? Who just like faded to black and just went away. That is what I wanted to do. So that's what I am. But yes, I am retired officially. Uh, I'm not tackling anybody anytime <laughs> soon. Nope. And, um, you know, quarantine life is tough, man. It's, uh, it is what it is. This whole homeschooling thing has been the most challenging thing. Uh, being around your kids 24-7, like, you love your kids, but, like, man, like, it's really hard to love people when you're with them, like, all the time. There's no break. Like, social distancing is real. Like, you can't just, like, oh, babe, you know, when I went to pick up the food, like, have, like, two or three beers while you're at the bar waiting on your food. Like, it's none of that. So all the things that I was used to doing, I, I don't get to do that anymore. So it's just tough. It's tough. It really is. That's understandable. Yeah, it's definitely a lot of similarities between quarantine life and retired life. But we're gonna get into uh, we're gonna get into the Carolina Panthers a little bit. Matt Rule's the new head coach. He his one of his first orders of business. He went and picks up Joe Brady from LSU as a new offensive coordinator. And Joe Brady goes and gets Teddy Bridgewater from, from New Orleans. Uh, you follow both teams, obviously. You do a little bit of TV on each uh, for each city. Why is Teddy Bridgewater a good pick? Or was it a good signing for the Carolina Panthers? Well, number one, he's healthy. Um, and that was the biggest concern for Cam Newton. That was the first thing. And number two, he has a, uh, a very unique relationship, I think, with Joe Brady. I think Joe Brady signed off on it. And when they saw that they could get Teddy Bridgewater, they thought his cap number and what he was going to get in free agency was going to be much, much higher than what mm-hmm. they were able to pay him. So when they saw that, with the mixture of Teddy Bridgewater being the good quarterback that he is, the great leader, and you, 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 you can no person thing about taking in a new regime, changing the whole aspect of what we're trying to build here in Carolina. I think once you sell those things, you put them together, Teddy Bridgewater's their guy, and they're ready to move on forward. And, and I don't think it's all about winning the next two years. Of course, it's about winning, but the number or amount of wins I don't think there's focus on that as they are focused on the, you know, the, the process of making themselves or building themselves to a winning program consistently. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. <clears throat> now, the Panthers Thank did you. sign. Thank you, Meehan. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. That's a, very, that's a very good point you made there, Roman. <laughs> I have nothing else. They did sign all defensive players, though, for the first time mm-hmm. in NFL history. No one's ever done that in the history of the NFL. All defensive picks in the draft. <laughs> do you think they're trying to replace Luke Kuechly? They're trying to find a new face for the defense? What do you think's going on with that? Uh, no, their, their new face is going to be Shaq Thompson, uh, their other linebacker that they drafted a few yeah. years ago, first-round first pick from Washington. 
Shaq's a great friend of mine, a really great, a good player. Just been in the shadows of Thomas Davis and Luke Keekley the first four and a half, five years of his career. Um, so I think he's going to get, yeah. So I think he's going to get hit the, the C on his chest this year. He will be commanding the middle of that defense. And I think what they're really trying to do is just build, get as much talent as possible on the defense. And their defense was pretty horrendous last year. I really love what they did in the first couple of rounds and getting Derrick Brown. I know the defensive end whose name I'm not going to butcher from Penn State. And he's more of a project, but they really like his ability. He plays hard all the time. And very much so, everybody that they drafted are all, all high-character guys. So they just say Southern Illinois, everybody's really high on. Seemed like a workout monster. But I still got to see him move and play in the league. Uh, for what I would say is that they're collecting a whole bunch of guys to create competition. I think competition brings out the best in everybody. We all know that. So what do we do? We just bring a collection of a whole bunch of young guys in here because we know, number one, they're going to play hard. Number two, they haven't been coached up by any other NFL guys, so they're going to listen to whatever I say. There's not going to be a lot of feedback or talk back. So uh, all the guys that are trying to do other things or their own independent contractors, they'll be out of the way. The new guys will try and play them. And like I said earlier, because they're going to make a lot of mistakes because they're rookies, it doesn't matter about the winning as much right now. We're focusing on somebody their second or third year in the league. They played a lot of snaps and a lot of reps, and now they're going to be ready to go once Drew Brees and Tom Brady have retired out of vision. I think long-term, that is where they're focused at. Mm. I agree again. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking, of the, speaking of the NFL draft, it was a virtual draft this year. We saw a lot of things. We were in a lot of people's homes that we usually weren't in. What did you think about the, the whole aspect of it all? Um, you know what? I, I actually really enjoyed it because you got to see the raw emotion of these players. And it mm -hmm. actually took me back to when I got my name called, what I was doing, how I felt emotionally. Uh, I wasn't crying or anything like that. But, man, I was so happy and just so relieved that I got my name called. I didn't have to wait that long as some of these people did over the weekend, but or Bushrod did either. So um, it was good, though. Um, so if you went to Alabama instead of Towson, you know, I mean, you might have got that name called. Hey, uh, hey, every, everybody's journey is different. Everybody's journey is different. <laughs> but I, to me, that was the – to me, I, I really enjoyed that part of it. But in all actuality, the, 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 the best part of the whole draft process to me, or the draft part, was the girlfriends. Oh, my God. Yes. The girlfriends oh. all trying to steal the show. That that, I, and I understand, like, oh, I know you've been with this guy probably doing who knows what, all right, for all these years or months, all right? And now he got drafted, and it's time for us to celebrate. But when my wife is over here making fun of these girls and, like, why is she dressed up like that? It's not like they go into a club. Right. So that was one thing. And then, like, stop trying to be all in the camera, all right? I, I just – it was, to me, the girlfriend's – was the best thing I saw all weekend. Comedy. You didn't know what you were going to see. <laughs> CeeDee Lamb already, like, displayed his hands for us, you know, and you, and you know where Big Dog got his blocking ability from. I'm cool with the NFL draft doing that every single year. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was smooth. I thought it was smooth. Yeah. I will also say this, Bushrod, Deion Sanders, I saw someone on his Instagram talking to his kids, which I think everybody should do this, is make sure you do a dress rehearsal before you just get drafted. Like, hey, look, this is going to be sitting here. You're going to be sitting here. Girlfriends, you get like two seconds hug. 
Don't be yeah. kissing and going on. Like, not everybody needs all that. Like, I think if you talk about it and not just let the moment hit you, I, I think it'd be much, much smoother. I think a lot of people are going to learn from the girlfriends this year. That's some good advice. That's some good advice. Uh, definitely for next. I, I, I really hope they do it again next year. But you're right. They'll probably send out, you know, Goodell and the boys will probably send out a memo of, hey, this is the proper uh, draft etiquette. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> While we're because that's all people are talking about. That's all people are talking about is what the girlfriends are doing. Not always about the players' reactions, but more about the girl fraction. That's it was it was awesome. Speaking of the draft, a lot of new guys with some opportunities. You had a long eleven year NFL career. What piece of advice would you tell the guys entering the NFL and going into their first NFL training camp? Um, be patient. Um, put, leave it all out there on the field every day. Understand that it's going to be a grind. That it's not going to be easy. You're not going to just pass it flying colors. You're going to mess up a lot. And my best advice would be. Just don't be a repeat offender. I think that is what allowed me to stay around the league for so long was that the things that I messed up early in my career, I didn't mess up on later. And True. as long as you continue to improve and not re like messing up on the same things over and over, those coaches and those people upstairs are always looking like, oh, well, we can improve them on this, right? But when you start messing up and we see the same mistake over and over or like this, this, and this, they're like, oh, we can't work with it. So that is what my advice would be uh, and just understand man this is your dream your goal that you've been doing this and wanting this your whole life and just because it's really hot or you're gonna be really tired uh there's no time to turn back because I know I remember I looked at my signing bonus check because I was about half it when I was in Mississippi uh over at um Millsaps College my rookie year so oh my it was god tough, but, you know I mean you oh get over god. it you get over it baby <laughs> like, it, the, I, I got, I, man, the Lord blessed me with 12 years, but I had my first two in Millsaps, and I said, if I can get through this, I can get through anything. It is. And, you feel me? And once that new CBA came, they knocked us from two practices to one. Yeah, I can do oh. that. I can do <laughs> well, that. Well, that's another thing. It's like, it's hard, but like, I, I, like, I don't want to my chance to two a day drug. So to them, they think it's going to be hard, even though they're only practicing once a day, and they're right. not having to go to two a day, day one a day. Um, but it's all relative. I, I mean, they don't even hit or nothing for real in college either. So it just it is what it is. Um, this 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 is our last question. Jameis Winston to the Saints. Love it or hate it? Love it. I, I think it's a great opportunity. I think you may have been able to slip around and get your quarterback of the future for cheap. Um, you look around, if, if they can quote unquote fix Jameis Winston, the sky's the limit. He was the number one overall quarterback coming out of high school from the state of Alabama. He was the number one quarterback and draft pick out of college for state. Like the issue, the issue is, Jameis has been known to make bad decisions throughout his life, whether it's on the field or off the field. He has to get these things corrected. And it kind of mm -hmm. shows out when, you know, if you can throw a kick and throw for 5,000 yards in the NFL, that's not just a normal year. And that's just not a normal season. All right? right. But the fact that you can throw 30 interceptions, that's not good either. No, it's not. You have to make decisions under the punt 
understanding that a punt or a sack is better than a turnover. You still give our, your team a chance. Like, lean on your defense. You don't have to win the game every series. I think being around Drew Brees, his worth ethic, understanding the mental aspect of it, and actually having somebody and sitting and learning. He's never had to sit and learn. Right. I think that is going to be the biggest thing for him and really helping him grow. And all of a sudden, the man, man, this is awesome. No, Peyton, they're going to build to allow him to utilize his strengths. I think that's going to be another thing and not just making him go run an offense. I, I really like the move. It's zero risk involved. Uh, they, they love Taysom Hill already. But look at the numbers. Jameis is the number one for a reason. And you got him for a minimum contract for one-year trial record to see how it goes. I, I love the move. Yeah, very good move. Um, unfortunately, you know, nine did go down for a few games. And Teddy was able to get himself in there. And now look at what he's able to do for himself. And Taysom was able to stay in the same role. So to me, it just kind of seems like I just switched out Jameis and Teddy. So I really, I really do yep. like the move. Before we get you out of here, Rome, I got two questions. One from this big girl right here. Oh, here we go. Oh, here we go. Say hi, Roman. Hi, Roman. Hey, Jayla. What's up, girl? <laughs> Not much. All right, ask him. What's that right there? What's your favorite? What's your favorite daddy-daughter activity? Oh, my favorite daddy-daughter activity is probably right now is riding bikes because I just taught them how to ride bikes. And also, we usually do a dance routine or something. Like that one song by The weekend, whatever it's called. dun 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 That is a cool <laughs> like, that's, that's what we do over here. But. Hey, I like it. I like it. Thank you, baby. <laughs> All right, you know this big dog right here. Hold on. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh. There we go. Shout out. First of all, good jersey. All right. There you go. Don't turn around. Don't turn around, though. Hey, no, no, Don't no, no. We, hey, that's you. You you was the first 41, bro. You feel <laughs> okay, me? Okay, I didn't, I just didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't want to sign on me when he turned around. Yeah. Say, what's up? What's up? All right. What's the question? What is your favorite memory in... A Saints game versus the Panthers. My favorite moment in the Saints versus Panthers. Oh, that's a great question. Um, it would be my first year here in 2014 when I was with the Panthers. They beat us on Thursday night. I was so angry. I felt like I wanted that game so bad. And my oldest brother, Brian, came up to me and was like, Roman, like, dude, that's not the one that you want. You want to you go to New Orleans and win. You want that one. You want that one. He was yeah. the one that don't. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And we got hot late in that year. The Saints started yep. stumbling. We ended up winning the division and kind of that we won that game in New Orleans that year, 41 to 10. Mm. We scored my number 41 to okay. 10. Worst loss in, Saint, in Sean Payton's era in the dome is because it was the team I was on in Carolina. <laughs> that was like the best feeling in the world was winning that game. 41, scoring 41 points yeah. in New Orleans, it, to me, that was my favorite moment. And uh, I appreciate you asking that question, uh, but, uh, little Jamar. Yeah, I, uh, I appreciate that, man. And uh, that was awesome. So thank you for allowing me to share that. What do you say? You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Get out of here. Goodness gracious. All right. <laughs> All right. Last question. Last question. 
All right. You're in the media now. You played 11 years in the NFL. Hopefully you have a long media career as well. Which one do you think is going to give you more gray hair in the long run? <laughs> I mean, I mean, what that? Uh, in all actuality, I think it'll be media because as long as I continue to do this, I'm going to continue to get more gray. Like, I've been going gray, like, over half my life. That's what people don't really know. As I, I started getting gray when I was in junior high, so it's just part of it. And now this quarantine, no shave lifestyle, bro. I got a brand new hairline, dog. Like it's all the way down. And we, and we, and we, look, my Eddie Monster coming back. I gotta push it up. So that's why I'm over here with this hat. It's real out here, dog. So it's he ain't got uh, that problem, man. No, no, he don't at all. It's I mean, he still got the same look. Still look the same. <laughs> The rest look of the same like I did like when we stepped foot on, on college, man. Yeah, I mean, it's real. Like, you know, all of a sudden now I got like a mustache that's like I can feel it on my top lip. I've never had that problem before in my life. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think media, because if I continue to do it, I continue to go gray. But I can always say it's my look. Like, like I've always had it. As long as any people recognize me because of it. And I, I can't just show up with black hair one day. They'll be like, well, be like hold on. No, 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 no. Yes. Oh, you acting brand new, huh? Oh. <laughs> oh, you got more money, you acting right. brand new. We better yeah. not see you with no so, just for man with some black Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, the, the funniest story is this, though. All right, so that's another reason why I never died when I got to the league. I, I couldn't die because, like, everybody I've known since i growing up, they always know me to have gray hair. So, like, I can't, like, die now. So my rookie year, I'm in the meeting, and we had some two old heads in his name, was Jay Bellamy and Jason Kraft. And they were like, dude, that's the rookie that we drafted, like the second round pick. And we're like, what? Did he, did he like go to the army or something? Did he serve? Or like, did he go on a mission? Like, that brother looked old. It's like, bro, no, bro, I'm like 22. Like, it's, nah, it's just this what me, it is, bro. dog. This is me. It's just me, dog. It's yeah. just me, dog. Yeah, it's funny, but that was my oh, life. That's awesome. Me, uh, hey Rome, I appreciate you coming on, man. This was this was dope. It was good to see you. Good to talk to you. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, man. Holla at me after this, though. You already <laughs> know. You feel? <laughs> Thanks, right, Rome. Me, man. Holla at you, bro. Thanks, no Rome. Y'all be good. Us. See you guys next time. Roll time, baby. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, man. We, we tossing over here. <laughs>